When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Go ahead, break it down, Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Uh, good morning. It's Saturday morning. This is Scott Johnson. This is a diary entry. It's been a while since I did one. I don't know what my holdup is. Daisy, seriously, that is a gross used bag of some sort. <clears throat> you are not allowed to lick those. Come on. Uh, it's Saturday morning, and uh, I'm out walking the dog after a vigorous run. Before I walk the dog. And uh, I'm up early today, just trying to get ready for the world. Got a lot going on. Um, so, yeah, it's been a while since I've done one of these, and I think it's because of uh, just how busy I've been. But I get requests all the time to update this feed. And so that's what I'm doing. Um, I hope you're all doing okay. I wanted to uh, discuss a little thing, uh, a little, a matter that uh, has educated me. And um, the longer you do this sort of web content creation, uh, community building kind of thing, the more you sort of learn. Uh, and, the, and also the more you're reminded that you may think you've already sort of done it, but you haven't. There are new things to learn. Which is, you know, I think analogous to life itself. So uh, I see it as a positive thing. And uh, what it comes down to in this case <laughs> is that, Daisy, stop it. Um is uh, what I'm learning about is, sorry, I'm kind of all over the map today, but um, I'm about self-perception and how it is often incorrect. Uh, just, I won't get into major specifics or anything, but lately 
you know, when you, when you see or hear certain things in blips and blops on the internet, and really that's how we see everything on the internet, right? It's, you know, a quick email here, a, a blog comment there, a Twitter post there, whatever. Dude, Daisy, you're supposed to pee in the grass. That's not my dog barking. My dog is so dumb. Come on. Um, anyway, you, you kind of have a reasonable sense of who you are, what you're about, or what you're capable of, or moreover, what, how you're perceived. And you're usually wrong. Like, at least that's the experience with me. So if you figured out a way to completely 100% gauge your quality of output, your abilities, your confidence, whatever, then hats off to you. And I would love to know what your secret is because I'm still figuring it out. Um, but I go through these weird little bouts of like worrying too much about what people think. Uh, not, not worrying about what they think, but worrying that what I'm doing like if I'm drawing something, like say it's a comic or it's an illustration or a poster or idea or something, whatever, I may like triple guess myself and think, am I doing this for me because I like it? Am I doing it because I'm trying to figure out how this would be a sellable thing? Which is, you know, it's a noble thing to do. You know, you're, this is a business I'm trying to run and that's an okay motivation, but I question it because you you know, it's this balance of like, all right, well, I want this thing to sell, but you want it to sell because people like it intrinsically, not because you made it to sell. Does that make sense? In other words, it, you know, what drives people to be interested in buying my work is usually um, this this weird, you know, intangible thing that 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 they sense from it, like. I mean, it can be drawn well, it can be conceived well and written well or whatever. All that stuff can be true. But what really matters to people is sort of capturing what you meant to do with it. Like, if you're trying to portray something, I mean, let's take the 56 zombies, for example. If I'm trying, if I just have passion for zombies and I'm having fun doing it, and those are my sole motivations, in theory, it should sell better, right? Like, and it has, it's done fine. But I mean, as an example, that's the, you know, that's what people want it for. Is they want your style, your take, your interest, your time and sweat and all that that you put into it. What they don't want is something that's contrived or molded or, you know, I don't know, you know, tweaked for, for consumption. You know, they don't want me sitting around going, all right, now how can I best angle this to be a big seller? It's like people that sit around and try to make viral videos or the next meme on the internet. The only good memes on the internet are ones that came out of nowhere that weren't planned to be memes and end up succeeding wildly. Kids getting home from the dentist. Fat kids singing the Numa Numa song. Uh... I mean, the list goes on. There's a huge, you know, can't, you can't stop that signal when that, when that sort of thing happens. And when it turns out to be something that people uh, orchestrated or contrived, it just destroys it. 
you know? Like, this thing with this girl who had all those pictures on, was it Facebook or something, where she had all these crazy ways to quit her job. And it turned out she was some actress, and it was all faked, and it was just an attempt to get a viral thing happening. I don't know if their goals were met for doing that or not. You know, obviously, more people know who she is or what they are or whatever now, but... You know, is, is anyone watching Lonely Girl videos anymore on YouTube? <laughs> when that turned out to be all contrived. Anyway, you get my you get my point. And so I'm always questioning that about myself. And here's this here's the third, you know, inception layer <laughs> that I'm running into, or the thing that I've learned, which is me getting to the point finally so you know what I'm talking about. Um, I think that I have done what I was trying not, I, well, I think that I do sometimes, I'm not saying it's constantly a problem, but I, by, by worrying so much that I make sure I'm not being contrivy and, and, you know, constructing things to the best advantage or whatever, by worrying about that and trying so hard not to do that, I am in effect doing that, you know, like you can... You can try so hard to say, all right, this needs to come from the gut. This needs to be just a, a thing I'm passionate about. It needs to be this, this raw expression of what I'm trying to say or do. And this could apply to the shows as well. But, you know, I think mostly this applies to the, to the comics and the art. But, um, and, and so when you do that, you are, in effect, doing it. Like, you're, you're not actually avoiding it or curbing it. So, so... You know, you wrestle with that because, I mean, the day it's the time we live in. We don't live in a vacuum. I'm not living in a cave somewhere just pooping out artwork and then laying it outside the cave in hopes that anyone will give a crap. Or better yet, not caring at all. And, you know, nobody knows about these art, this art until they find my skeletal bones and then the art's worth millions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's how it used to work in the old days. Picasso wasn't sitting around going, oh, man, I'm so freaking awesome. Look at, look at my stuff, everyone. Or he wasn't sitting around going, geez, I wonder how I could best create this painting so that that is better for my career. He, he, that's not what he's thinking. I mean, who knows exactly what he's thinking, but I can guarantee it was more just raw passion and energy. And when I have those moments, I didn't try to have them. In other words, they're, they shouldn't ever be forced and shouldn't be uh, something that's constructible. It's actually something that should just flow. And they do, and it happens. And when it does, it's special. And it's always when you least expect it. And it's oftentimes stuff you're not really super happy with yourself, but ends up being this like huge deal. Um, the original 56 Geeks project was like that for me. I didn't do that for anything other than me. Like, this is just me doing something that I want to hang on my wall. I did that in early 07, and that thing still sells. Like, multiple prints every week. Totally a surprise for me that that had any traction that it showed up all over the place. I mean, that is just not what I had intended. So when I went into the zombies one, which is experiencing, you know, similar response and, and stuff, but I still go, well, maybe that's because the geeks thing paved the way, and now this is, you know, this is a nice little uh, sequel or, you know, successor or whatever, and it's doing fine. But there were times in the middle of that where like, all right, am I doing this zombie because I feel like I'm trying to make sure I address a certain person, or is this really what I want to do from the gut? So I was always going through that. And uh, 
So the lesson learned, Daisy, you're lazy. Get up. You're sleeping under a tree. Let's go. Got to keep moving, baby. Um, you had at least one more dookie in you. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. You know, so in a way it kind of reminds me, I'll use the dog as an example. I wish that you could sometimes more readily harness things like, like she has this ability to, she, she has an instinct to bury everything, even though she's not burying anything. So she might pee across the street and then get all the way to the other side of the street and then she'll face that direction and like kick her back feet into the dirt like she's burying it from across the street on the cement or whatever. And I'm just thinking, what? Why are you doing that? And you know what? She can't answer it. She didn't try to do it. She didn't give, you know, just, she doesn't have a goal every day to make sure she does this weird instinct. It's just in her. It's in her to do it. And there's nothing I can do to change that. And there's nothing she can do. There's no dog self-help books to stop burying things that aren't there, whatever. You know? So what I've learned is the goal should be is to figure out how to not make it happen, but cultivate things that, that make it happen naturally and organically straight from your gut and your soul. Um, and that maybe is how you organize your time or what you surround yourself with or what kind of distractions you allow or don't allow or, or whatever so that when it hits, when that inspiration is hot, you can just go. And you can lay it out there. And then at the end, if anyone cares, great. But have that never be the driver or the, the, the motivator or even the goal. But have the goal be tapping into that, that primal thing. And then when you've got that, um, that it, the, the natural inclination is for people to be interested. So, you know, you accomplish what you wanted to accomplish. But you just can't control it so much. I mean, it's a chaotic thing. Um, and I don't know, just lately I'm learning that more and more. So, it's been a fascinating ride. <laughs> and it will continue. I suspect that I'll still be saying things like this into my uh, virtual reality helmet and suit in the year 2065 when you're all listening to Diary of a Future Cartoonist. Anyway, just some thoughts to mar your day. I hope you guys are all having a good one. And, uh, I'll, you know, I keep at the end of these, I always say I'll try to do more, but I don't know. Uh, you know, I'll do what I can. There's a lot of stuff coming up. Man, Nertacular uh, 2011 looks amazing, so I can't wait to talk more about that. And we will as we get closer to the big day. Uh, but for now, I will wonder why there are three empty water bottles and a can of something on my lawn. And why Nicholas did not clean up his bike ramp told him to last night. Ah, very good. Alright, thanks everybody. I will chat with you hopefully soon. Have a good one. Bye now. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!